Hello everyone, my name is Ellie and welcome back to Tell All with me, Elle. If you are new here, then welcome! Now, today we are going to be getting into all things Switzerland. Okay, so when most people think of Switzerland, they just think of the neutral country, right? Like, there's nothing overly special about Switzerland. Like, I mean, people still go there. It's still, like, touristy. Like, there's still things in Switzerland. It's just not top-of-the-chart stuff. Like, like, I don't know anyone that's, like, want to go to Switzerland, like, oh my gosh, I wanted to go to Switzerland my entire life. Like, it's, like, so big. I want to go there. Like, it's my lifelong dream. Like, typically, you just want to go there because it's something new. They haven't done it before. Like, there's still some cool things. Like, they just want to kind of explore it. Like, there's some, they have some cities. Like, there's Zurich. They have, like, 380,000 people roughly there. Or Genoa with, like, 200,000 people. But these aren't, like, Paris or anything. There's nothing, like, there's not, like, a huge Eiffel Tower drawing in tourists to these areas. But, like, they have, like, some cool landmarks and stuff. But they're, like, very mountainous. And most of their landmarks are just... In, like, mountains and overpasses. Like, because they have the Swiss Alps, so that's, like, what they're known for. They have a bunch of mountains that have a bunch of really pretty views. So, pretty much, if you're going to go there, might want to bring some hiking shoes. <laughs> like, pretty much, that's about the extent of tourism, we'll say, in Switzerland. Like, one of the, they have um, Jungfrau, which is an alpine summit that has a railway and an ice castle. Like, that's super cool. I want to go to Ice Castle. Like, that's something I would want to do. But they, also, they have some historical monuments, like the Chiltern Castle. It's literally sitting on top of a rock. It's a castle on a rock. Like, super cool. And the castle's history has literally shaped some of the most influential moments in Swiss history and it's the most visited place in Switzerland due to the amazing view because as I said it's sitting on a rock view gorgeous so you know tourism like they have a lot of really pretty picturesque things I mean who doesn't love taking pictures so like they still have like a big tourism rate like tourism is still a big thing there even though it's not what you would go out of your way to go do most likely but they also have like there have some religions there like i found a poll on the internet don't ask me the website i don't know but i found one and so apparently 37 percent of the population is roman catholic 25 percent has no religious affiliation whatsoever not religious at all so it's actually a pretty big chunk there 24.4% is Evangelical Reformed, and I'll give you a little detail on this, because, uh, well, I didn't know what it was, so, Reformed is a type of religion that is more well-known as, like, Calvinism. Um, the dictionary defines Calvinism as a major branch of Protestantism, which follows the theoretical tradition and forms of the Christian practice set down by John Calvin. See? John Calvin. Calvinism. You get that? Okay. And then other Reformation era the like theologians, like, it was based off of a bunch of different people, but mainly John Calvin. And you can see a lot in this theology in, like, many religions, like, there's Reformed Christianity, like, Reformed Protestantism, like, 
there's a bunch of different reformed versions, so it's just kind of a different spin on religion, if that makes any sense at all. And then back to the poll, the other 12.7% were just other, so, you know, mix of stuff. Now we're going to get into some major exports. Like, you know, they're a country. They got to get stuff in, get stuff out. It's how you make money. So, I mean, like, mainly like, there's, like, machinery, equipment, like, textiles, clothes, raw materials. Like, you know, the basics. Like, that's the things they are selling. But they're actually very well known for watches. Specifically, their Rolex watches, which you might know those for being, like, the super expensive, almost $100,000 watches. Yeah, they're really well known for those. They are also very well known for... Obviously, chocolate and cheese. Very big thing over there. It's probably something you would buy if you went there. Also, the one franc coin. You know, I didn't know that. Fun fact for you. And trains. For some odd reason, trains are really huge there. Like, everywhere I went, it was just that people just love trains there. Couldn't tell you why, but apparently it's a really big thing over in Switzerland. And... Another really huge thing is their Matterhorn. It's located in the Swiss Alps, and it's a mountain that straddles over their, like, main watershed and actually creates the border between Switzerland and Italy. It's one of the most visited places in all of Switzerland. So, well known for that as well. Back to the tourism section. See? Tourism. It's right there. Now, of course, everyone's wondering, oh my gosh, like, come on, get into the history details. Like, who are the allies? Who are the enemies? So, as I mentioned before, Switzerland is neutral. Like, they are a neutral country. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the thing of, like, I'll mess with you, you don't mess with me. Like, don't attack me, I won't attack you. Like, you, like, I'm not helping you, you don't help me. Like, we're just like a very equal, fair relationship. Basically, you can sum it up, I mean, like, the relationship, like, you have with your siblings, like, if you don't steal my clothes, I won't steal your clothes. Like, the kind of, like, the stealing of the stuff, that kind of really is the relationship Switzerland has with every country in, like, the world, pretty much. Like, Switzerland has served historically as a neutral zone in worldwide affairs. Like, during world wars and people were being, like, hunted down and, like, running away, specifically in World War II, um, like, they would be trying to get to Switzerland because that's the neutral zone. That's why, like, on the borders, people would try to be, like, on it so heavily to keep people out of Switzerland. Because once they're in Switzerland, they can't do anything to get them back. They're in there. So that's why they were kind of, like, it was, they played a big part in, like, helping people in that aspect. So that's good. And, I mean, they have strong diplomatic relationships with, like, almost all the countries. I mean, pretty much all of them. I don't think there's very many that they don't. They probably just don't talk to certain ones or aren't in relations with them. But, I mean, like, they have strong, like, relationships with the countries. Like, they're still involved. They just, they don't do, like, the whole alliance things. Like, I think they've disagreed with countries before, but it, like, doesn't lead to a affair or anything. Like, they, the country they disagree with the most, I guess, is, like, France, Germany, Italy, and Austria, pretty much. Like, that's it. Like, four. They don't really have, like, any real enemies, because... They don't like to get involved with that either. <laughs> they have like literally purposely avoided 
getting in alliances with people because then they have to help them and then they have to get involved and then that just leads to having and like they think things through. Like if you get if you're getting an alliance with someone, you have to help them when they need help and they have to help you. So say you can't help them, like you don't have the materials to be able to help them and still like be able to survive on your own. Well, then they're going to be like, oh, you broke our alliance, which then they can turn into your enemy, and then they can attack you, and then they still don't have enough resources. So, they, like, thought this through very thoroughly. That's why they have, like, avoided ally- having alliances and enemy. like, they avoid everything at all costs. They're like, we are neutral, you do what you want, we can do what we want, like, for all of time. Like, the issue, they, they have some issues of their own, like, going on by themselves, it's not all about everyone else. Like, they have overcrowded prisons. Well, they did, at least, because the only domestic issues I could find were from 2014. But, you know, that wasn't too long ago. It was only, like, seven years ago. It's probably still an issue. There was this one thing that actually kind of um, was kind of concerning to me. It was saying they have had a very history of having excessive force in their security services, which I'm kind of like, hmm, that's kind of weird. And, um, they have discrimination problems. Which aren't, all of these things I'm kind of like, why do you have overcrowded prisons? Why are there so many people breaking the law? You literally are, like, the only people in the world that don't get involved with things. But, I don't even know. There's, there's some issues they gotta deal with, or they did deal with, and then there's just no further information on that. So, one of the two. And as far as a foreign issue goes... They literally haven't been involved in a foreign issue whatsoever in over 200 years. Like, they are as far neutral as neutral can get. Like, they do not get involved with anything. And they have the history to prove it. Literally, over 200 years, they're not getting involved at all. Like, that is crazy to me. Well, thank you all so much for listening to my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And please come back next time as I go into detail on what it is. We don't know, so you never have to worry again. Peace. Long gone normal days When moving on Meant you'd find a better way I'm on the brink Of stepping out Collecting all my